It's about who you are, not the result. It's about who you want to be every single day. And when you be that person, what happens is you satisfy something within you that allows anxiety, that allows stress, that allows the pain of not being that person to fall away. And by being the person who just shows up to these actions, you actually free yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's time for another quickie because there's always time to fit in inspiration. And we are about to head to our California house tomorrow. So we will be there a couple months. Then this is the rotation where we go to Wisconsin in July and August, and we spend some time there at our lake house. I'm super excited. But with all of the moving around, I will tell you that my kind of life and schedule requires some extra focus. When we first did this rotation last year between the three places, I was like, oh my God, how am I ever going to do this? Because I am such a routine person. And when I go to different places, I can tend to get really thrown off. I don't know if you're anything like me where you're almost like, I used to dread traveling because I would get so thrown off. And a lot of that I've realized is because I didn't have my habits and cues for my habits and plans set in place, knowing that my identity is actually the person who can maintain these habits through travel, through anything that disrupts them. And that's what I want to share with you today. I'm actually reading again. I've picked it up before, but I didn't finish it. You know how books kind of speak to you at different times in your life. And it's so funny. I remember so many people being like, read Atomic Habits, read Atomic Habits. And I'd pick it up and I'd be like, ah, not really into it. And I think what has happened is that my life has gotten so disrupted that my habits have been thrown off. And I was like, I need something. Oh my God, what should I read? And it came again through Instagram. A bunch of my friends were reading it and uploading it. And I was like, okay, I think it's time to read this book again because I feel like I'm struggling with some of my habits. And I'll tell you another reason why I feel like I'm struggling with some of my habits. My work life has changed so much in the last two years where I think that a lot of the things that I did before were more automatic. I had the podcast. I was, you know, had gotten into the habit of writing books. I'd gotten into the habit of everything that I was doing with courses and with our events. Like it was starting to become really second nature to me because I had done them for so long at that point, the things that I was doing. And so I was still really good about my habits. I was great about working out. I was great about reading. I was great about learning. And what shifted in the last couple of years is that my work life had gotten much more challenging. It, took all of my bandwidth and then some, all of my brain width, if we're going to call it that, and then some, because I was learning something new every day and I was struggling every day. I was really, really challenged every single day because nothing felt habitual in my work. So if you're in transition right now, if you're about to launch something, you're probably not in a very habitual state in a large chunk of your life. So what happens though is when we lose those habits, we can feel really unstructured and a little lost and we can actually lose and lack even more energy because we now feel like we're floundering in every area of our life. Like, oh, I don't know when I should work out. I don't know if I should work out today because I'm already tired and I already need this extra bandwidth in my work and I already feel stressed out. So now everything is in upheaval. So what I'm trying to dial in right now is reading and learning again. And I have been having a really hard time getting back to my habit of reading every day, which has impacted everything that I'm doing because I 
talk on a podcast three times a week. And if I'm not learning, I feel a struggle. I'm like, oh my God, I have nothing new to say. I have nothing good to share. So it makes everything feel exponentially harder because I'm not doing this one act consistently. It's not that I haven't been reading. It's literally been so sporadic though. And even podcasts have been very sporadic because I feel exhausted throughout the day with using up all my bandwidth learning and and talking about new things and going to new places and having these tough conversations and and going out there and and like I said feel like I'm using up all of the bandwidth throughout the the day that I ain't got nothing left guys apparently I can't even say I don't have anything left <laughs> for anything so I'm reading this book and I'm loving it because It's about shifting your identity back to or into the person that you want to be. And I want to read this to you. Identity, it says in the book, identity was originally derived from the Latin word ascentitas, which means being and identitidem, right? You're learning along with me, which means repeatedly. So essentially identity means repeated beingness, repeated beingness. So it's who we essentially be that we become, that we identify as. So I noticed that I kept saying things like, I need to read. I need to read so that I can have things to say on my podcast and so that I can feel like I'm I'm adding value and I can feel like I'm getting smarter, like all of these things that make me feel really good. Instead of making it easier on myself and really looking at how my day is set up and looking at the cues that are making me do other things. So essentially, when I wake up in the morning, have I made it easy on myself when I want to read? Do I have a book right next to me when I wake up for my coffee? And am I saying things to myself like I need to read for the result? Or am I saying things that help me identify as the person who reads? So instead of saying I need to read, I've been saying, what would a reader do right now? Like what does somebody who is a constant learner and a constant reader do? They would read right now. They would sit for even just 10 minutes and pick up a book and start reading and allow themselves to not get distracted. So instead in the morning, I've been making the barrier of entry to reading much easier. And at night, I'm going to put a different book by my bedstand that's more of a night book because I noticed I would try to read at night, but I put my morning books by there. And what I mean by that is in the morning, I can learn something. I can I can take in something that's a little bit more challenging, learning something new. Where at night, I want to do something more like reading about a story, or I want to do something where it's maybe just soul-filling and it's really satisfying to my soul. It's easy reading because I'm not about to go try to learn at nine o'clock at night when my brain is trying to shut off. And these are the things I was doing, you guys. I was getting these really heavy business books that I knew nothing about. And I'm like, I should learn about this. And I should learn about it in the morning. I should learn about it at night. So when I was doing it at night, I was getting so turned off because I'm like, I'm exhausted. And this is making me feel like a failure. So we need to really look at the ways that we're setting ourselves up. Like if you have not been to the gym in a really long time and you think you're, you just joined this program that's super intense and you're going to get these three or four workouts done a week that are really intense and you're so committed, but you haven't been to the gym, you're going to feel like a failure the first time you go because you're only going to get 10 minutes done, sister. Like, let's be super honest. So if you go into it with that, 
knowing that expectation, great. But if you go into it thinking that you're going to take on the world and you're going to do all these things and make sure that it's perfect the first time, we're actually setting ourselves up for failure. Instead of saying, what would a healthy person do? Maybe who's just gotten a little sidetracked. Okay, well, they would go easy on themselves and they would know like it's going to be 15 minutes, three times this week to get ourselves just back in the groove, back in the habit. Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone and I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing, like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up in your life and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly, these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone and listened to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys, go check out the boss babe podcast. You're not going to be sorry. And it's just going to like make you way smarter and you're going to have way more fun. So go check it out. So if I would have picked books back up and said, you know what, I need to get back into my routine. I was reading a book a week. If I don't do this, I'm going to be hard on myself. Now I'm like, how about we finish 10 minutes of a book that feels, you know, maybe kind of easy or enjoyable in the morning. And then maybe 10 minutes of a book that feels really enjoyable at night then you're going to get into the habit. And then slowly that habit can start to expand. Then you can talk about reading different things or reading for longer durations. And going back to identifying as the person, it's the consistent question of not, I want this result. I want this result. Why am I not doing it? It's what would a person who is healthy 
do right now? What would they do? What would they eat right now? What would a reader do right now? What would a learner do right now? And, you know, some of the things that I'm finding is they wouldn't pick their phone up right away in the morning. They wouldn't pick their phone up the second that they feel stressed to start associating social media with when you feel stressed, right? They would say, okay, maybe I just need a break. Okay, maybe I need a meditation right now. Okay, maybe I'm going to turn this other thing on where I can learn and really satisfy this craving of learning. And so I've been looking at where am I making my barrier of entry impossible? Where am I not setting myself up for success? And where am I really not identifying as a learner or as a reader? And so these have been the things that are starting to really change my life because I'm sick of living in the pain of saying, why am I not doing this? What's my problem? Why am I so out of habit? None of those questions are going to get me the answers that I want. So I want you to look at some of the habits that you're trying to create right now and say, where are you not setting yourself up for success? How can you make it a little bit easier for yourself? How can you give yourself enough time to get to the gym? How can you lay your gym clothes out? How can you know that that workout that you're about to do, you're going to be able to accomplish it because you've made it easy enough for yourself to just get back into the habit? And especially if you were someone like me who used to really identify as like, I was a hardcore reader. I would read so many books all of the time and I'm I'm comparing myself to the old expectation. I'm like, my life has changed. I may not be able to do that for a while because I do use so much of my brain's bandwidth throughout the day that it's exhausting. So maybe I need to just set my expectation a little bit lower and be really happy that I'm just getting back into the habit. And so I hope that this helps you guys. I hope that this has reminded you that there are these different levels to habits that you're going to need to do for a really long time before you see the result. And something else that he brought up in this book that I absolutely loved, he said, bamboo essentially hardly grows for five years. Like you don't even see it grow. It's like minimal. It's nothing because what's happening in those five years is that it is growing its root system. And after the five years, it essentially breaks a barrier point. And when it hits that barrier point, it shoots up in 90 feet, I believe in six weeks. So five years, nothing. Five years, nothing. Maybe you're in that period right now. And then within six weeks, you become an overnight success, right? And you shoot 90, 90 feet in the air. And it's called breaking through, this is what he calls it, breaking through the plateau of latent potential. And that's really what people are calling an overnight success is that you've put the five years in, you've put the 10 years in, and all of a sudden you're seeing the result. So I want you to remember it's about who you are, not the result. It's about who you want to be every single day. And when you be that person, what happens is you satisfy something within you that allows anxiety, that allows stress, that allows the pain of not being that person to fall away. And by being the person who just shows up to these actions, you actually free yourself. I would say you get 80% of your day back without feeling the stress, without feeling the the resentment towards yourself, without feeling the disappointment in yourself. So learning to show up for these things, you're going to free yourself up into a place where you actually start to fall in love with the journey and you start to fall in love with the action. You fall in love with your life because of the relief and satisfaction that you're learning to gain 
from doing these things about yourself, from the confidence that you're gaining about yourself and really start to pay attention. I think the reason most of us are not the people that we want to be is because we just haven't looked at these little things that could really change our day and change the game. So if you just locked in a few habits and made them small, right? And started to identify as the person who is healthy, identify as the person who doesn't numb out on social media, but instead takes a walk, right? Who doesn't identify as the person who snacks all night long and instead goes for that evening walk and then reads a book, right? How do we start to identify as that person so that we can free ourselves up and become the people that we want to be and not live in pain, not live in resentment because of these little things we're not doing every single day. I don't want your head to hit the pillow again tonight going, oh, disappointed myself again. What do you have to do? What do you have to do to become that person that is proud of their self when their head hits the pillow? I'm sending you guys so much love. I hope that this helped as a reminder that you are that person. You just now have to figure out how to make your reality match up to the person that you know that you are. And that's when you are fulfilling your potential. That's when you're fulfilling the reason why you came here. Okay, you guys, let me know if you got anything out of this. I always love to see who's listening. Tag me on social media. You know that I love to reshare and I love to see your faces. Until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, Not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too. And you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use and it has a free 14 day trial for you. So you can go check it out. See if you like it. See if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now. You guys imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community. And it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.